ML Nation, episode 64. You get into network marketing because you want to build a residual income. Well, the only way you build a residual income is by developing leaders. And the only way you're going to effectively develop leaders that are going to provide for you a residual income is if you're developing leaders who are leading, people who are respected, people who are admired, people who continue to lead and no longer need you. That's the key. If you want to be successful, you just have to copy what MLM leaders do. Welcome to MLM Nation, presented by your host, Simon Chan. Where you'll learn strategies, secrets, and inspiring stories from today's top MLM income earners. MLM Nation, this is Simon Chan, and I'm fired up to bring our special guest today, Todd Smith. Todd, are you ready to make it happen? (laughs) I am, Simon. Todd Smith has over 24 years of experience in the MOM profession and has earned over $27 million in lifetime personal commissions. He's built a very successful global business that extends to over 20 countries. Todd has also been happily married for 30 years, and I actually think that's so, so impressive, and is the author of Little Things Matter, 100 Ways to Improve Your Life Today. So, Todd, I've given ML Nation just a brief intro, but please share more about your background and how you came across network marketing. Well, uh, prior to network marketing, uh, I was a successful real estate agent. Uh, I was actually the second highest producing real estate agent in the state of Illinois uh, at that time. And I just remember driving down the street one day and looking at the stress and pressure that I was experiencing in my life. And I just asked myself a, a question that changed my life. And the question was, do I want to do what I'm doing the rest of my life? And I was 28 years old at the time. And I I said, no, I I don't want to live with the stress and pressure. And at that time, a pager that never stopped going off. And uh, then I, you know, I asked myself some important questions. I I said, what do I want to do? You know, what would I enjoy doing? Um, And then, you know, what do I value? And I, I made a list of the things in my life that were important and and put together a criteria for the type of business that I was looking for and went on a search. I went to all the franchise shows and looked at every traditional form of business, came upon network marketing. And, and uh, at first, I, you know, I was uh, concerned. I had some reservations. And it was interesting that uh, I actually came in the industry after responding to an ad in a newspaper. And uh, I asked the guy, I said, is this network marketing? And he said, Todd, I know you're going to have a lot of questions and I'm not prepared to answer them over the phone. If you'd like to know what I'm doing, I'd be happy to meet with you and we can discuss it in more detail. And uh, I asked him a couple other questions and he responded the same way. And, and on my way to meet with him, I was listening to a tape series from Brian Tracy and he said, 85% of what you need to know to run any successful business you will learn by building a successful network marketing organization. And he talked about the criteria that you should be looking for. And it was just ironic that I'd be listening to that on my way to meet with somebody who was about ready to present me a network marketing uh, opportunity. And, um, you know, I uh, realized halfway through the presentation what it was and, and um, you know, went, and went home and, and did my research and really kind of did a self-analysis. Why do I feel the way I do about network marketing from a, a negative position? And uh, the more I looked at the industry, the more I saw that I could achieve exactly what was on my criteria list. Everything that was important to me and everything that I'm now living today, 
these things that were important to me, I, I realized if I chose the right company and I applied myself and worked hard and treated people with the same respect I'd want to be treated with, that I could build a successful business. And I've done it. And, uh, you know, uh, exactly what I was looking for then is the life I'm now enjoying today. I think that's such a cool story. I mean, I believe like you can call it God or you can fate, but like you're going to a network marketing meeting and then you heard Brian Tracy say that. You know, yeah. that was like almost kind of scary, right? So once, when you got started, did you have any challenges at the beginning or things were, because you're, you know, pretty successful be- before that. Did you have challenges or things took off pretty quickly for you? Uh, you know what? I, I was successful for a reason, um, and that was because I was disciplined. Uh, and when I say successful, I'm referring to my real estate career. I was successful because I was disciplined. I was responsible. Uh, you know, I was accountable. I had good habits, good routines. And you know, when I came into network marketing, I blocked out one hour a day. I, I could not afford to walk away from a mid six figure income uh, with some small children. Uh, I needed a way that I could start a business part time. And I blocked out one hour a day. And this is where most people have their challenges. They block out time and then they confuse activity with accomplishment during that time. For me, I blocked out from six to seven at night. And I remember saying, hey, I'm putting the phone to my ear at six o'clock. I'm not putting it down until seven o'clock. I don't care what happens. Somebody can call and say, Todd, we're ready to buy a home. Let's do it now. Somebody could call and say, Todd, we're ready to put our home on the market with you. We need you to come over tonight at six. I was going to say no. You know, unless it was a family emergency, I was committed to that one hour. And I, I was committed to that one hour. That was the key for me uh, getting off to a great start. And, you know, in, in this business, getting off to a, a great start solves all issues. Because I got off to a great start, um, you know, I didn't have the challenges that many people have with self-doubt and frustration and discouragement. Uh, you know, I, I had built a great brand for myself. I was respected in the community. I had done the things that earn people respect. Um, and as a result of that, you know, I contacted people and, and they, you know, looked at me and said, hey, Todd, if this is something that, you know, that you're doing, uh, I'd love to look at it and consider teaming up with you. And my first month, I introduced the business to 68 people. Uh, 20 of them joined me. And uh, as a result of that, I you know made eighty six hundred dollars my first month, and you know at the end of four months, without ever having been in network marketing before, I had sixteen hundred people in my organization, and uh, you know I was I was I was growing rapidly. And so, uh, Simon, I didn't have the traditional challenges that you know I've seen that many people have, and that's because I put my head down, I was focused, I was disciplined. And I pushed myself every day to be doing the activities that I needed to do to get the results that I needed. I knew I only had one hour a day. I, I knew I had to be highly productive in that hour, and, and I was. Thank you for sharing. That's so inspiring. And so I, don't, I have a question because you're, you're, you said that you're a person of respect. You have done a lot of things in the community. So a lot of ML Nation listeners, they probably didn't come from your background. So if they were to build that credibility and respect in the community. What are you know, two or three things they should start doing now to build up their branding, the personal branding and trust? Well, let me say that you know, after 24 years in this industry, the single greatest factor that somebody could be recognized for is, is somebody who's respected. And you know, when, when I see somebody come into our industry and talk to 10 people and sponsor eight of them, it tells me one thing. This is a person who's respected. I also see people come in and talk to 100 and can't sponsor one. 
That tells me this person's not respected. And it's, it's the little things. It's the things I talk about in my book that influence people's respect for others. Uh, you know, simple things like returning emails in a timely manner, returning phone calls in a timely manner, you know, um, you know having energy in your voice, um, you know, RSVP and for parties. I mean, you know, when, when I mean, I, I can tell you just here today, this morning, um, you know, I, I, I'm sitting here looking at a person I sent two emails to in the last week who hasn't responded. My respect for this person has dropped significantly. People don't realize all the little things they do that influence how they are viewed in their brand to the world. And it could be, you know, simply meeting somebody and, and smiling and shaking their hand or holding the door open for somebody or just being friendly in an email, um, you know, maybe helping organize an event. Uh, I mean, I'm on a tennis team. And so what have, what have I done? I've taken a little bit of a leadership role and, and helped organize things. Well, what has that done? It's caused everybody, all 18 of the guys that I play tennis with, to grow in their respect for me. I mean, they don't know what I've done professionally. We just kind of play tennis and don't talk a lot about that. But just in that environment, um, you know, I've earned people's respect by the way I handle myself. Um, and, and so what people need to realize is that, you know, they are influencing how people view them every day with hundreds of little messages by the way they're dressed, by the way their hair is fixed, um, by, you know, the, the clothes they're wearing, uh, whether their shoes are shined, um, you know, how they greet people, how they handle themselves. Is their phone on or off? Is it, you know, are they constantly looking at their phone while they're talking to you? Um, you know, all of these things influence how we're viewed. And, and if people want to build a successful network marketing business, they absolutely must become people who are respected. And the reason why is not only does it influence what we're talking about here, how they're viewed by the world that they're prospecting, but it also influences how they're viewed by their own organization. And in network marketing, we are building a volunteer army. These people can choose to follow us or not follow us. And if people are going to follow us, they must respect us. If, if we look to somebody in our upline that we don't respect, we're not going to follow that person. When they speak, we're going to discount what they say. And so, you know, if, if, if everyone who's listening here will just take this piece of advice, and that is start becoming a person that people look up to with respect and admiration. It's the things I've talked about, but it's also what, how, how, how you handle yourself in your professional career. Are you viewed as somebody who, you know, is, is, is pushing yourself in your career? I mean, these are the types of things that cause people to respect you. And so in this business, respect is, is everything. It influences um, the people we're able to attract to our business, and it influences how everybody in our organization views us and how they view us in, impacts our influence on them. I mean, you know, John Maxwell says that leadership is one word, and that's influence. Well, if you break down influence, what gives you influence? It's two words. It's respect and likability. If you want to have influence, you need to be respected and likable. And when I say that, you know, you could be listening and say, well, what does likability have to do with this? Well, the question would be, and that is, would you follow someone that you respect but don't like? And the same is true. Would you follow someone you like but don't respect? And so those are the two most important things, becoming a person who is likable and respected. And when you become a person who is likable and respected, you attract a lot of people 
And then when you build an organization, these people look up to you, they follow you. But, you know, another big, huge factor is that network marketing is about growing leaders. And the best way to grow leaders is by our own example. Nothing speaks louder to how people need to conduct themselves than how we conduct ourselves. And so if we are striving to be the perfect example, the perfect role model for our organization, then our people are watching what we're doing. And that's influencing them in their mind on how they need to handle themselves. I mean, as an example, every email I send is professional. It'll say, hi, Simon. Great talking to you uh, on our on our interview call, uh, you know, and then something else. And so and then I finish, you know, hey, you know, I wish you the best to continue success, Todd. And so every email I send, I proof it's professionally done. Well, what does that do? That teaches everybody in my organization that if they want to be viewed in a highlight, they need to start by understanding that their written communications are one of the key influencing factors in how they're viewed. And if they take their written communications seriously, other people will take them seriously. And, you know, there's a there's a monster ripple effect from all of that. And so, um, again, I know I real, realize I've gone a little bit of a tangent here, but you've talked about something here with respect that is huge. And everybody listening can start today doing the things that you know you should do that influence how people view you and how they view you influences their respect for you. That is awesome. And thank you for going on that tangent. You know, and uh, ML Nation, I can definitely vouch for Todd because you brought up a great point. Like the, all the little things, the way you handle the email. And, you know, I've done dozens of interviews now, but I know you are super busy. But the way you handled the email, how quickly you got back, how quickly you... You know, you followed up with me. Normally, I'm following other people, but you followed up with me to make sure the interview is all set up and good. So I really appreciate that. I mean, just from the, the promptness of the response, and I know you're super busy, just the way you craft that email tells me you're a professional. And so I appreciate that. You know, so Todd definitely walks the walk. Now, I'm going to actually go on, keep on going this tangent because you actually brought, up, uh, you brought this up. Can you share, maybe you talked about it already, but what, can you talk a little bit more about your book, Little Things Matter, 100 Ways to Improve Your Life? Is it a little bit more, goes more into detail what you just shared? Yeah, I mean, basically what I, you know, my story uh, is that, you know, I've gone on and built, you know, a monster organization. I mean, it does, you know, about 15 million U.S. dollars a month. And naturally, in the process of doing that, you're constantly asking yourself as a leader, why me? Why have I been successful? What's unique about me? And the reason you ask yourself these questions is because if you could figure out what you've done that is unique about you, then you can teach it to others. Um, And that's what this whole business is about. It's about helping people become more successful, helping people become better people. And um, you know, and so I've really committed my life to, you know, to striving for excellence and being the best that I can be. And, you know, I, I, it really all began and I talk about this in the beginning of my book. It was, uh, you know, again, another story of me driving down the street, listening to a self-development program. And this one was again from Brian Tracy, who happened to write the forward to my book. And, uh, and he was telling the story of two salesmen that were going head to head for a sale. And they needed a hundred imaginary points to win the sale. 
And so each, you know, salesman was there, you know, five minutes early worth three points. They knocked on the door at the exact time of the appointment, you know, worth four points. Uh, they presented themselves very professionally worth six points. They had well-prepared presentations worth eight points. And when it was all done and said, both salesmen were neck and neck. They were tied at 99 points. However, one salesman pulled out a big pin that was worth zero points. The other one pulled out a cross pin that was worth two points. The person with the cross pin won the sale. And I took that concept that little things really do matter and applied it to my real estate career. And at age 23, I made a quarter of a million dollars. I mean, that would be like $600,000 in today's money. Um, I then went on and became the second highest producing real estate agent in the state of Illinois by age 28. It wasn't because I was gifted. Um, you know, it, you know, I, I, you know, when I got started in real estate, I didn't even know anybody who, who owned a home. I couldn't even afford a home. I was renting an apartment. I was broke. Um, but what I did was I was disciplined. I pushed myself every day to do what other real estate agents weren't willing to do. And, you know, I applied this little things matter way of thinking to everything I did. Um, you know, from the length of my tie to the car that I drove to, you know, me walking through their homes and looking for things that I could talk about and showing an interest in them and petting their pets, even if I was allergic to them and remembering their children's names, every little thing that I could do to gain the edge I did. And because of that, I had a 92% closing ratio with listing presentations. These are sellers who are wanting to sell their homes that I went on. And it was because I was very intentional about all the little things that would make me likable and respected. Um, and so I then applied this same concept to my network marketing career. And it's allowed me to achieve the results that you talked about when you, inter when, when you, when you introduced me. Uh, and so, you know, years ago I said, why, you know, again, as I continue to ask myself, why me? And, 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 and the answer very clearly to me today is why me is because I have strived for excellence, pushing myself to be the very best that I can be at two areas. One are the fundamentals that go into building a successful network marketing business, meaning picking up the phone. What do you say to somebody? How you approach them? So I've strived for excellence in my invitation. I have strived for excellence in my presentations. I mean, every invitation call I make, every presentation I give, I always am looking at what I've done. How, how, how did I handle myself? What could I have done better? How could that slide have looked better? How could I have handled that question differently? Um, you know, I'm always looking at every little thing I can do to get better. And so one area is the activities that, that, that you need to engage in in building a successful network marketing business. The other area are, are the things that you need to do to become a person that people want to work with. Uh, you know, I am a strong believer that income follows value. That if you want your income to grow, your value must grow. And the way it works in our entire economic system globally is that income follows value. Income doesn't come first. Value comes first. Income follows. And so if people want to grow their income, they must first grow their value. And all the things that I talk about in my book are things that influence one's value to the marketplace. I mean, just like we're talking about. A person who can uh, write a, a well-crafted email 
that looks professional is a person in general terms that is bringing a higher level of value to the marketplace than somebody with a sloppy email. Uh, now, somebody could say, well, I know people with sloppy emails who make more money than people with professional emails. Yes, I do too. But again, when you add up all the little things, the people who are the best of the best are the people who are the best at the little things. It doesn't matter if it's Apple computer. They're the best at the little things. Or a great wide receiver. I mean, a lot of people can catch a football. But can you catch the football in traffic with pressure in the corner of the end zone and have your toes land in bounds? I mean, it's the, the people who are the best are the people who have mastered their craft. They're the people who have strived for excellence in what they're doing. In network marketing, you need to strive for excellence to be the best that you can be as a network marketing professional, but you also need to strive for excellence to be the best that you can be as a person. And, you know, if you strive for excellence in being the best that you can be as a person, it influences every relationship in your life. I mean, you know, it's the reason I've been married for 30 years is because my marriage has been important to me and I've strived for excellence in that marriage. You know, I've got four kids and I've got a great relationship with all of them. They're all out of the house and it's because I have made those relationships important to me and I've done the things, the little things that, that impact how a parent's relationship is with their children. And, you know, I've done that in every part of my life. And that's why I can sit here today and say there's not one single human being on planet Earth that I have a bad relationship with. There's not one single human being on planet Earth that has sent me an email, text me or called me whose phone call or email or text that I have not responded to. Even people I don't like. I respond to everyone. And so that's the brand that I have built. And, uh, and it's the brand that people respect. And, you know, it's it's given me uh, the influence that I've needed to, you know, have been highly successful in an industry like network marketing and today enjoying the residual income and, and the dream that everybody who gets into network marketing wants. I mean, you get into network marketing be because you want to build a residual income. Well, the only way you build a residual income is by developing leaders. And the only way you're going to effectively develop leaders that are going to provide for you a residual income is if you're developing leaders who are leading people who are respected, people who are admired, people who continue to lead and no longer need you. That's the key. You know, speaking of respect, one of the things I respect you a lot, Todd, is because I'm very family oriented. And when you sent me the bio, you know, you, can, you have accomplished so many things throughout your 20, 20 plus career. But you talked about your marriage for 30 years. And when I introduced you, I thought that, you know, I said that that's how even more impressive because it is during this day and age, you see so many divorces, you know, both people, I mean, you probably worked very hard in real estate, building your network marketing business. But so what was the key? How do you keep um, marriage intact for 30 years? Because I've seen a lot of leaders who make a lot of money, but they have terrible, and then they're unhappily married or they divorce. So what was your secret? What did you do? Is it all just combination of little things? And how do you do all that, but keep family still first? Well, you know, during the, the, the busiest season of my career, as I was building my network marketing business and traveling uh, extensively, um, you know, I had two primary things that I focused on in my life, my family and my career. Uh, you know, I put my golf game on hold, my tennis game on hold, uh, my fishing on hold. I mean, you can't do it all. Uh, and you have to decide what's important to you. And I oftentimes tell people that if you want to know what's important to you, look at how you spend your time. 
Um, you know, that tells you. I mean, you can argue that all day long, but the fact is where you spend your time is what you've determined is important to you. So for me, uh, as I, you know, was trying to find that right balance and building my career and, and maintaining a good relationship with my wife and children, I had to make my wife and children a priority. It's real simple. Um, you know, and, you know, in addition to that, I mean, I'm intentional about doing the things that aren't going to upset my wife. I mean, you know, when I get done with my coffee cup in the morning, I rinse it out and put it in the dishwasher. You know, I clean up my clothes. You know, I'm not somebody that, you know, when you live with me, you know, you get frustrated because I'm not carrying my end of the load, not doing my part. Um, and so, you know, I mean, I, I even wrote a post that's on my blog, Little Things Matter. You could probably type into Google, you know, uh, 25 tips to stay married 25 years um, or just go to my blog and find it. But, I mean, that's been shared by over, you know, 1,000, 1,300 people on Facebook. Uh, and it's, you know, it's the tips that I attribute uh, to me staying married. And one of those is having a weekly date night. Uh, another one is not fighting about insignificant things. I mean, you know, even after being married 30 years, we don't agree on everything. We don't see the same way on everything. And, you know, I've just made the decision, as has my wife, and that is that, hey, we respect each other's views and opinions. We don't need to convince the other person that they need to have the same views and opinions we do. And, you know, we are very careful, both of us, in, um, you know, in, in the battles that we choose to take on. And so as a result of that, we used to go from arguing every day to now arguing, you know, four times a year. Because if you look at what most people argue about, they're insignificant things. They're meaningless things. They're not things like how we're going to raise our children. It's like, okay, why were you 15 minutes late tonight home? I had dinner ready. You know, it's those types of things that, you know, if, if we are just respectful for as individuals and growing as people. I mean, if, if inside of us we want to grow and become the best person we can be. That means that we need to be the best husband or the best wife we can be. We need to be the best friend we can be, the best parent we can be, you know, the best teammate we can be, you know, the best friend we can be. And, you know, even as I lead my organization, I'm very honest with my people. I mean, I had an honest conversation with one of my gals yesterday who I've worked with for 20 years and she's frustrated. And, you know, I, she called me and I shared her frustration. I said, I agree with you. I, I think that you know, this thing that's frustrating you that our company's done, I mean, it's, I understand it. I, I don't sit here and say, oh, you're wrong for being frustrated. No, I, I, you know, I, I'm very real with my people. And if, you know, if our company makes a decision that, you know, that, that is frustrating, I'm not sitting here trying to put a bow on it. I'm just going to be honest with my guys and say, hey, you know what? I, I don't, I don't like this any more than you do, but hey, it is what it is. And we need to adjust and adopt and respect the company's position on this. And we adjust and adopt and, you know, we do that. And so, you know, it's it's uh, it's 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 there, there's a whole lot to it, and I I know we could talk forever, uh, but uh, anyhow, I know you've probably got a few more questions before we wrap up, and I want to be respectful to that. Oh, yeah, thank you. It's awesome. But, you know, you're you've given so much knowledge and wisdom, and just from your little things uh, about the marriage. By the way, I I really appreciate that. I really actually look up to that. People who've been married for so long, because I know it's not easy. So, but maybe one day we will bring you back for another interview. But we need to move on. There's such good stuff you're sharing. So I want to know, because, you know, success is a journey. It's always ups and downs. I want to know the worst moment you had in network marketing, the most challenging and frustrating moment, and how did you persist and overcome that time? Well, you know, my, my challenges, again, are different than most people's challenges. My challenges historically have always been with management. Um, you know, as a top leader, as a member of our company's board, 
my greatest frustrations, you know, if I was to make my list of my top 10 frustrations, all 10 of them are with the company. Um, and, you know, and by the way, this is one of the things that caused the leaders to leave companies, uh, which ends up being one of the biggest mistakes the leaders make. I mean, the reason I'm living the quality of life that I'm living now is because I haven't left. I've stayed with the same company for 24 years. You know, when most people get their feelings hurt or when the company makes a decision they disagree with, you know, they get their, you know, they, their tail goes between their legs and they start looking at their other options. Uh, as soon as a leader starts feeling like maybe they're not respected like they should be, they start looking at their other options. Um, you know, I've gone through periods where I haven't felt respected. I mean, we've had, you know, during a, a, a three-year stint, I mean, we had five CEOs and three owners. Um, you know, I mean, you know, I was hard on the case of some of them and they didn't like me and I didn't, you know, care for them. And, you know, to me, those have been my biggest frustrations. Um, and you know, it's, it's not like, okay, I had somebody quit. Uh, you know, that, that type of stuff doesn't frustrate me because I understand it. I mean, I, I came into this industry with my eyes wide open. I knew that, you know, that what I was offering was not something that was going to be of interest to everybody. It'd be ignorant for me to think that everybody would be interested. And I mean, not everybody's interested in chocolate chip cookies or vanilla ice cream. I mean, not everybody's going to be interested in my products or business. So, you know, I came into it with my eyes wide open, realizing that, hey, uh, you know, there's going to be some people who aren't interested. There's going to be people who quit. I mean, I look at my real estate career, 99 out of 100 real estate agents that get a real estate license don't renew it a year later. So why would I expect it to be any different in network marketing? So, you know, the things that traditionally frustrate people in network marketing, uh, they don't bother me because, you know, there's no surprises. I mean, those things exist. You're going you're gonna to have people who you're going to be all excited about who never get started. You're going to have people you're all excited about who are going to quit. You know, you're going to have leaders in your organization that are going to go to another company. You're going to have these things happen. And I understand it. And not one of those things really have any impact on me. All the things that have had an impact on me at my level of leadership have been corporate related. And, uh, you know, the lesson I can I can share with all of you from that is that, you know, in 24 years, it doesn't matter if it's a marriage or anything else. Uh, things aren't going to go great. Uh, it doesn't matter what leader you're talking with, with any company that's been there as long as me. Uh, you know, their road has not been great. The key is not leaving companies. Uh, you're never going to be successful jumping from company to company to company to company. Every time you leave a company, you lose credibility with everybody who knows what you what company you were in. You know, you start calling people again, they start rolling their eyes. Oh, great. What company are you with now? I mean, the best thing you can do is pick the right company, stay with that company. And if you're not successful there, the, the reason's probably in the mirror. It's not the company. So, I know the management uh, issues can be really frustrating. What's the self-talk going inside Todd's mind? They say, hey, doesn't matter what happens, even three CEOs in five years, I'm never going to leave this company. What's the self-talk that's going on that gives you such a strong focus? Well, I mean, you know, there's been times in, in being very honest that, you know, I've said, hey, you know, I'm not going to work for a while. Um, and one of the great things about network marketing is you can make that decision. You know, and, and there's been, you know, there's been spans where for a year I probably didn't work five hours a week. Uh, so, um, you know, it's not that I have been super powerful and, you know, been able to control my thinking and, and have, you know, continued to build despite, you know, my frustrations that, you know, have happened at different times with management. Um, you know, there's been times I've withdrawn. There's been times I haven't fully applied myself. Um, and so, you know, I'm, I'm human. And, you know, when, when you feel that way, you say, hey, you know, maybe I'm not going to put everything in this. Um, you know, there's other people 
in our same company who have gone through the same challenges that, that I have that continue to have their head down and, you know, have built even bigger businesses than I am. And I'm sitting here going, my gosh, I, you know, I was, you know, pouting and upset with, you know, with the way that, you know, something was handled. I didn't really apply myself and these other people just continued to have their head down and plow forward. And now, you know, they're getting bonuses that, you know, are significant. I mean, some of them seven figure bonuses and, you know, and I could have just kept working and I didn't. Um, so, you know, I paid a price for that. Um, and you know, again, one of the great things about network marketing is once you build a business, you can choose how to spend your time. You can, you can work in seasons and that's what I've done. I've gone and, you know, taken seasons where I haven't worked as hard and then other seasons where I've been working 50, 60 hours a week. Uh, right now I'm in one of those seasons where I'm working 50, 60 hours a week. So, um, you know, it, it, it just happens, uh, you know, the self-talk that I have, Probably to answer your question, Simon, is uh, I'm continuing to be reminded that, you know, that I have a partner here and that partner's the company and that I don't make all the decisions myself as much as I'd like to. Um, if I want 100% control, I need to go open my own business. But then I'm even not in 100% control because there's seasons, there's interest rates, there's economy, uh, there's other factors that influence whatever business I'm in. So no matter what business I choose, I'm going to have factors influencing my success. And so I just need to accept that, and I have, and um, that's the way I look at these things. I realize that, hey, you know, there's no perfect vehicle. There's no vehicle that I'm going to go and and build where, you know, somebody's or something's not going to have any influence on me where I'm 100% in control. That's just not going to happen. And so, um, you know, I just, I have to accept that and and continue to move forward. So that's probably the best self-talk I've had is that, hey, it is what it is. Um, I have a partner. I've got to respect that. I'm thankful for that. I mean, I've got a business that does $15 million a month. I'm living the dream. You know, I don't have any employees. You know, I can do what I want when I want. And so, hey, you know, there's 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 the, the positives and downsides of everything. But I can tell you and tell all of your listeners that the positives that come from building a successful network marketing business are far greater than the positives that come from any other business that I'm aware of. I mean, you know, I, I got a friend down the street, Jeff or Bertie. And he's earned over $65 million in this industry. And we talk often, you know, that we know people who make a lot of money, but there's nobody who lives the quality of life we live. And that's because we have both selected one company. We have applied ourselves to one company. We have stayed with that one company through thick and thin. And we have continued to remain loyal and committed and working. And, uh, you know, we're living the dream from it. Thank you for sharing. Super, super inspiring. Now, what's one thing because you have over 20 years of experience. I want to know your vision. What's the one thing that excites you the most about the network marketing profession now? Well, it, it's, it's the same thing that it has for my entire career, and that is it's a business where anybody from any walk of life, any background, any ethnicity, anyone who has the desire to succeed can. That's what it is, is anybody from any walk of life can succeed in network marketing. The greatest challenge is discipline. Pushing yourself every day to do what you know you should do even when you don't feel like doing it. I mean, just like me at age 23, I was a puppy. But at age 23, I employed discipline. It wasn't that I was any better than any other real estate agent 
I was more disciplined than every other real estate agent. And as a result of that, I made a quarter of a million dollars without the skills, without the designations, without the experience, without the referral business. It was discipline. And the same thing was true in my network marketing career. It was discipline. It was me having the discipline to put the phone to my ear, agreed to not put it down for an hour, and I'm going to make phone call after phone call after phone call after phone call, and I'm going to make invitation after invitation after invitation after invitation, and I'm going to get better with each call that I make, and you know, it's that discipline. It's, it's pushing yourself when you don't feel like making the calls. And, and, and that's what I've been able to do. I mean, if, 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 if you come to my funeral, Simon, and you were to ask people, what do you know about Todd Smith? And, and, and they tell you the things that, that define me and their mind. One of the things you'll find with everybody at my funeral is they'll tell you that I'm a disciplined person. And, and that's, you know, the single greatest key to success. It's even more important than integrity. I mean, as hard as that is to believe, uh, it's even more important than integrity. And the reason I say that is because I know people who lack integrity who are making a lot of money. I don't know anybody making a lot of money who lacks a discipline. So, you know, it's discipline, which is the most valuable of the more than 1,000 little things on my list. Nothing has a higher market value than discipline. And for all of you listening, not one factor is going to influence your success more than your discipline. You pushing yourself every day to pick up that phone, to make the calls that you don't want to make when you're hyperventilating and nervous and making every excuse of why now, not tonight. Oh, this program's on television. Oh, Dancing with the Stars finale's on. Oh, Survivor's finale. Oh, American Idol's on. Or all this football game's on. Or, oh, it's too late. Or, oh, it's too early. Hey, you got to stop the excuses. If you're going to be successful here, you got to treat your business like a business, make the phone calls, do the things that are expected of you if you're going to succeed. And as I tell people, hey, if you're not willing to push yourself to do the things required of you to succeed in this business, then quit. Because if you don't do them, you're not going to succeed. And I'd rather you not, uh, you know, waste my time. So uh, discipline is something that to me, uh, Simon, is the single most important Thing that people must have if they're going to be successful. The more disciplined someone is, the more successful they're going to be. And it's not just discipline today. It's disciplined every day. It's consistency. It's doing what you know you should do every day, even when you don't feel like doing it. I love it. I love, I mean, I love it because I'm all about discipline and just to hear, you know, give the truth, the real deal, because you can have all the skills, but without the discipline, you never become successful. So, Todd, I know your time is super valuable. As we wrap up the show, some really quick questions. I know you, you, you're sharing amazing stories and wisdom, but we, you can keep these short, okay? Because I know otherwise we can go on and on because you, you're giving such good value here. So, first question is, what is one of your favorite success quotes that's motivated you? Uh, you know, all of my quotes that I love the most are all ones that, hey, for your life to get better, you got to get better. For things to improve, you have to improve. To achieve what you've never achieved before, you need to become someone you've never been before. You must be willing to do what you've never done before. You know, it's all of my quotes that I love the best all have to do with the fact that success follows value. Success follows you becoming the person you need to be. You're not going to be successful first. You need to become the person you need to be first. Success follows that. So, you know, to me, it's, it's all about 
growing yourself, becoming the person you need to be. And when you are focused on that and intentional every day about doing the little things that are going to make you a person of greater value, everything in your life will improve. Your self-confidence will improve. Your self-esteem will improve. Your self-confidence will improve. How you're viewed by everybody in your world will, will, will improve. Your relationships uh, will improve. Your business success will improve. Everything will improve when you improve. What's the best piece of advice you ever got? Um, well, I've, I've had a lot of good pieces of advice. Uh, um, you know, I, 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 I don't know why this stands out in my mind right now, but my sponsor that brought me in the business 24 years ago says it's easier to give birth than to revive the dead. And I have had many times over my career where I have tried to revive the dead with different campaigns, uh, different strategies, and not one has worked. And so that has certainly become one of the, the most true uh, uh, tips I ever gotten that is it is easier to, to give birth than to revive the dead. But, um, you know, I've had so many great tips from so many great people. And, and you know, it, to me, um, you know, because of my commitment to grow and to learn how I can become a better person, you know, I have consumed, you know, many tape programs from Nightingale Conant, uh, you know, consume many books, uh, you know, read Success Magazine every month, listen to the CD every month, uh, you know, and, and, and in process of doing that, I get a lot of great ideas. I mean, you know, just to, you know, share one little thing that, that influences all of us. I mean, I had a friend that got a $6 million real estate listing in California, and um, he went against, you know, his three or two top competitors, and he asked this, the seller, why did you pick me? And the seller said, because you're the only person that never took out your phone during our meetings. What's your favorite prospecting tool that you use? So someone's, say someone's interested, and do you use like a company newsletter? Do you use a flip chart, like an online video? Do you do a webinar? What do you like, Todd? Uh, you know, I, I believe there, there's value in all of those. Um, you know, what I, I enjoy using are videos. Uh, I think it's best if I'm having somebody watch a video that I'm on the phone with them while they're watching the video. Um, that way I know they're watching it. That way I'm able to talk to them about it when their interest is at its peak. Uh, now, at the same time, I'm building a business in other countries around the world that doesn't have the bandwidth that we have in the United States. And in those countries, um, you know, it's, it's all about individual presentation. So it's all about uh, putting together a great presentation book and inviting people to meet with you one-on-one. -on -one. Um, I mean, right now I'm putting a lot of time into India and, and that, that country's, you know, like we were, you know, 20 years ago. What's one of your favorite apps? Do you have an online resource like an Evernote or Dropbox that you could recommend? No, I don't have any. I mean, I, uh, the only apps I have on my phone are the ones that came on it. And I added, uh, one that allows me to, you know, turn on a noise app when I sleep in hotel rooms at night. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not into, you know, a lot of different forms of technology. I, I keep my business real simple. Uh, I find that a lot of people who overuse technology, overconfuse their people trying to learn about all this technology. Um, you know, I believe that if you want to build a business, you need to focus on the fundamentals of building a business. And uh, I've not found you know, other than, you know, maybe an individual company may have an app where people can log in and access their videos and stuff like that. But I, you know, 
I, I'm, I've never been a big proponent of all different forms of technology. Uh, I have found, truthfully, that I think most of them have hurt our industry rather than helped it from my perspective. Um, you know, I mean, you take people as an example, a new person comes into the business and they go and throw something on their Facebook page and basically what they just did is they went and told their entire circle of influence what they're doing, undermining their ability to go out and, and effectively uh, approach these people. So, you know, I, I've... I have found that technology, in my opinion, has, has, has done more to hurt our industry in many regards than to help it. Aside from your book, Little Things Matter, is there any one book you could recommend to ML Nation? You know, the, the, I don't have one book. Um, I would suggest books on leadership uh, because this is all about becoming the best leader that you can be. And it's, again, you learn what you need to do to be a more effective leader, you'll become a more effective leader. So, um, you know, I have been a person that has found value in listening to podcasts like this. I would much rather listen to something than read something. And so, you know, uh, the, the, the best people I've listened to in my life have been uh, Jim Rohn, uh, Anthony Robbins, Unlimited Power. I think that was the single best audio program I've listened to in my life. Uh, so if I was to recommend one, it'd be Unlimited Power uh, by Anthony Robbins. Uh, you know, Jim Rohn, Take Charge of Your Life. Uh, a lot of great, great, great programs uh, from, uh, you know, the, the older people, the Earl Nightingales. I mean, all the stuff these guys talked about is all timeless information. I find it all much more valuable than a lot of the stuff I'm listening to today that's regurgitated information. Um, from people who've never been successful, who are just trying to build a career teaching people how to be successful. And ML Nation, I know you love audio, so you can get amazing free audiobooks at mlmnationbook.com. That is mlmnationbook.com. Now, Todd, here's the last question. Last question, the million-dollar question. You ready? I'm ready. Before we go to the million-dollar question, ML Nation, I know you want to grow your business. And I know you want to earn more income. So that's why I want to share with you something that will instantly help your business and increase your income. You already know the importance of sponsoring. And if you can't sponsor, the fact is you simply won't earn any real income in network marketing. Sponsoring is so important. And that's why I'm inviting you to a free training that will change your business forever. I want you to check out my free sponsoring workshop webinar where you're going to learn how to invite more prospects, overcome the objections, and sponsor more distributors. You can register for this free training at www.sponsoringworkshop.com. Again, that's sponsoringworkshop.com. If you like these podcasts, these podcasts for ML Nation and these trainings, you'll find this free webinar even more helpful. This is the training that helped me earn over a million dollars in MLM and give me the residual income so I can be a stay-at-home dad my kids. And also have the time to give back and produce these ML Nation podcast episodes for you. This is the training, the skills that help me become successful in network marketing. And you're going to learn this at this free sponsoring workshop webinar. So, so here are some of the things you will learn and get. You're going to get the first step you must take before you even talk to your contact list. You're going to discover the three type of prospects and how you must talk to them differently. They're not all prospects are the same. They're different. You also get my proven code market scripts They'll help you convert strangers into prospects. These are the things that helped me. I mean, I didn't sponsor 200 people in a year, but I sponsored over 80-something people in one year. How would your business grow if you sponsored 80 people in a year? 
You also learn how to get prospects to overcome the objections. So listen to your presentations. You know, an MLM objection, how to, you know, I don't have any money. So you're going to discover, you're going to learn all those things. And also, the best part is you get my famous six-figure clothes. So you can sign up prospects. And this is the same script. Why it's a six-figure close? Because I used it to sign up one of my party friends. This guy was a party animal. And I used that six-figure close. And he joined. And now he's a diamond director and earns me a six-figure passive income just from one person. And so you'll get the same six-figure close on this free webinar. So anyway, enough of what you learned. What you really need to do now is register right now or write this website down. It's at www.sponsoringworkshop.com. Okay, sponsoringworkshop.com. This free webinar is offered three different days. That's the cool part. This three different days at four different times. So you can so that anyone around the world, because I know ML Nation, you guys are global, you can listen to it. And even better, if you don't have the patience, you want it immediately, there's an option. If you go to sponsoringworkshop.com, there's an option to watch it now immediately. So you can watch it right now and learn. So start learning the skills to help me build a million dollar ML business and go to sponsoringworkshop.com. So look forward to seeing the training. So now you know about something that's going to help you. I have to share that with you. Let's go back to the show and to the million-dollar question. Here's the million-dollar question. Imagine you had to start all over again, and you knew no one. So I know you talked about you have built a respect in your community, but imagine you had no community, no one, didn't know a single person. You're like an alien, went to another planet, but they spoke English. But you have all your current knowledge, skills, and wisdom. What's the first thing you would do to find prospects and build an MLM business from scratch? Yeah, I mean, if I was parachuted into, you know, some market where I had no influence, no contacts, I mean, the first thing I would do is, you know, if I didn't have a, a computer or Internet access, I'd open the yellow pages and, you know, I would I would start making phone calls. Um, I would call people that I have something in common with first. Uh, that means that I would, um, you know, I would call two groups of people. I would call real estate agents. And I would call network marketing distributors. I mean, if I was starting all over again, uh, you know, I would I would do internet searches if I if if you gave me a computer to use. Um, and you know, I mean, if I was to go build any country around the world or any market, I'm going to go and find the top leaders in that market. Um, and you know, and, and if they're real estate agents or you know maybe disgruntled leaders from other companies. I mean, if I'm building an international market. Uh, you know, for me, my only cri- my criteria in building an international market is the person must speak English and the person must be a respected network marketing professional from another company. I'm not going to teach somebody network marketing from scratch uh, from another country. So in, in that case, I'm looking to find a person who is respected, who is successful, but who is not happy where they're at. Um, and so for me, Simon, I put the phone to my ear. And I wouldn't put it down other than to go to the bathroom and get something to eat. I'd make phone call after phone call after phone call after phone call after phone call. I would refine my approach, uh, you know, and continue to tweak it and, uh, and, and, and call people and try to schedule appointments to meet with people in coffee shops, uh, build relationships. And I know this, and that is you, you parachute me into any city um, and, you know, the sheer fact of employing discipline is going to be the key to me being highly successful uh, because that's what it's all about. It's about making the phone calls. It's, you know, you can say the wrong things, uh, but if you make the phone calls, I mean, uh, there was one study on insurance agents where, you know, they called people and said, you know, hi, my name is, you know, Todd Smith with, you know, X insurance agency. You're not looking to buy insurance, are you? And 1% of the people said yes. 
So, you know, when I started real estate, I, every hundred calls I made resulted in an appointment. So it's about the numbers. It's about making phone calls. You know, as you make the phone calls, you'll get better. You'll get more seasoned. You'll get smarter in what you're saying. But you got to make the phone calls and you got to, you know, you, you, you just got to do that. And that's where it all begins is by making the phone calls. So, you know, I'm willing to make more phone calls than most people in a day. And therefore, uh, I believe I could probably beat anybody if you parachuted me into a market, parachuted them in and gave us an equal playing field uh, just because I know that through my discipline, I can win. As we wrap up, do you have any last words of advice? And then what's the best way our listeners can connect with you uh, and learn more about your book? Well, you can go to littlethingsmatter.com. Um, you know, that's, you know, I, I mean, I, I'm not a guy that's out marketing anything, uh, trying to sell anything. Um, you know, I'm just trying to offer value and to help people. And that's where I'm at at this point in my life. That's the reason I wrote the book. Um, I didn't want to die uh, with that knowledge. I believe it is about little things. Uh, it's not one big thing that's going to change your life. It's a lot of little things that are going to change your life. And so uh, you can go to littlethingsmatter.com. You can read many of my articles. Click on uh, archive in the top and you can read more than 200 different articles. Uh, obviously, if you would prefer to have my book, you can buy it and you can click a link on the website to, to do that. ML Nation, you're the average of the five people you just spend the most time with. And today you've been hanging out with Todd Smith. So keep up the momentum and go to mlnation.net and type in Todd at the search bar. And the show notes or the links, the links to Todd's books, his contact information will be right there. In order to be successful in network marketing, you must help others. So Todd, thanks again for sharing your valuable time with ML Nation. We are grateful to you and we really appreciate you, Todd, for having a positive impact on millions of distributors worldwide. Thank you and God bless you. Thank you, Simon. You're doing a great job. I, I, I respect what you're doing and I'm happy to be part of your program. Woo! What a great show from Todd Smith. You know, ML Nation, make sure you go to mlmation.net and type in Todd at the search bar. Go to the show notes page. Get connected with Todd. Go get his book, Little Things Matter. And uh, appreciate, you know, just thank him. Be grateful for the lessons he shared because that was super inspiring. And he just broke it down. There's like really no BS, no hype. The real deal, what it takes to be successful. You know, number one, you got to be a person of value. You know, everything counts. Every little thing. He talks about, you know, the, from the salesperson had a cross pen to the way he emails back, right? And I'll tell you, I can vouch for that. Todd was super professional emails and I didn't have to worry about it, chasing him. In fact, he was, on my case, to make sure that everything was set up for the interview. So, um, just super awesome. I'm just still like thinking about the, the knowledge bombs that he just dropped there. And just so inspiring someone who wants to be excellent, right? Well, I mean, the reason I love MLM the reason I do what I do is because it allows me to fulfill my purpose-driven life, having a positive impact. But one of the beliefs I, you know, I really believe in network marketing allows us to fulfill our unlimited potential. Every one of you, we can be excellent as well. You can be excellent. Todd can be excellent. I can be excellent. But we got to have discipline, focus, and just doing the things that that you need to do. And Todd brought up a really good point. You know, a lot of you, I see a lot of distributors say, oh, my business is important. I really want it. But you look at the time. And Todd mentioned, you can find out what's important in your life by how much time you spend on it. So, Emma, how much time are you spending in your business doing the things that matter, doing the money-making activities? And take a lesson from Todd. He said every day from 6 to 7 p.m. And he had a six, mid-six-figure job. But he, 6 to 7 p.m., aside from family emergency, he didn't care. He was you know, no access. He would just prospect, prospect, and build his business. So 
it's just so inspiring. Um, and for Todd, it's probably a unique situation where he didn't have any challenges building because he built up his credibility already, right? Like if you go to the previous episode with Rick Hager, he talks about in the first year in the business, you're normally going to be rewarded or punished for the person that you were, right? If you had, if you never provided value, then your first year in the business is going to be tough. If you have provided a lot of value in the community and earned people's respect, things are going to be easy. And Todd just talks about building value, being respect, every little thing, every small thing matters. And even though you may not be able to see it, over time, it compounds. Like Darren Hardy, the compound effect. Or the Jeff, Ol- uh, Jeff Olson talks about in his book, The Edge. The, every small thing will give you an edge. If, you know, by doing... By doing that one thing, would it mean you're going to get a sign-up? No, but all the things combined makes a huge difference. And even I look back to my journey, you know, every time I listened, I didn't listen to the radio. People were talking about the pop songs. I wasn't, didn't care about didn't listen. But I listened to Jim Rohn, listened to Brian Tracy, and I read books, right? I have so many, you've probably seen the videos of my hundreds of books on my shelf. Did every one of them make me a million dollars? No, but small percent. It could be 1% here, 1% there, and it all adds up. And so give value to people, help people, you know, don't treat people like they're, and I talked about this in my sponsoring workshop. If you've never been there, go to my sponsoringworkshop.com where don't treat people like, oh, there's a money figure on their head. Go out and give value. If you invest in helping others, sooner or later, you become a person of respect that Todd talks about and people will join you. So I can go on and on. There's just so many notes and I guess the big thing is success follows value. Always give value. And the other big aha moment was, you know, giving birth. I love his quote. Giving, actually, this wasn't his quote, but the advice, the best advice, giving, um, giving birth is easier than reviving the dead. So how true is that, right? How many of you have downlines that you wish you want to revive? I always tell people that's a waste of time. You just go out there, sponsor the next Todd Smith is out there. Could be your neighbor. Could be you, someone you went to school with, but you haven't ta- followed up with them from 10, 15 years. Could went to your high school. So there's tons of leaders out there, but you have to talk to them. And, and you can't talk to them if you're wasting time with the wrong people or wasting time with bad prospects or with trying to revive dead downlines. Downlines who don't do anything. So anyway, I can go on and on, but if you like the show, make sure you subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. I really appreciate the rating. Uh, the, you don't, and give it an honest rating. You don't need to give a five-star. Just give it an honest, but give a review so I can know how I'm doing. And also, the best compliment you can give is share this. Share this with your downlines. Definitely make sure you listen to it because it builds belief. It also teaches people what it takes to be successful. Share with your cross lines. Share with prospects. You know, you have a real estate agent that is a prospect. This is a great episode to share. Todd was a successful real estate agent, but it wasn't living the life he wanted. And that's how he got into the business. And, you know, 85% of the business skills you need to run a traditional business, it comes from network marketing. And even for me, running a training, coaching business, doing ML Nation, all these habits, success habits, routines I have, all came from my experience building a million dollar business, ML, uh, in million dollar business in network marketing. If I had, you know, ventured into doing other things like podcasts or other businesses, I probably would have failed very, very miserably because I didn't have the skills that network marketing taught us. And that's why, you know, Rich Dad, uh, Robbie Kiyosaki wrote that book, um, the, the Business School, The Perfect Business School, right? Business School for the 20th Century. And it's like network marketing, if anything, you get a free business education. Anyway, I've just been fired up. I love people with discipline and just focus, and I can go on and on. But I'll end this here. I just want to thank you all for listening. Thank you for taking your valuable time. And go become successful, not just for the money, but because you can 
you know, be happier, fulfill your potential because you can give more and also you can create a legacy, be better parents, set up better examples, like people like Todd, setting better examples for our communities. So thank you again, MLM Nation. And remember, we're in the profession to help others. So go out there and have a positive impact on someone's life today. God bless you all. Thank you so much for joining us today on MLM Nation. Head over to MLMNation.net for full recaps of every show, our training articles, and helpful resources. Your MLM success is waiting for you. So prepare to take off.